Opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect the views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. This is Sunday Edition with Anthony, a news magazine show featuring human interest, in the spotlight, movers and shakers, and the news and happening that affect all of us in and out of the ACB community. We are talking all things audio description gala. We have a special message to open up the show from Roy Samuelson. Um, that will play in a moment. In the meantime, Lucy Edmonds, one of my newest, but um, I think very cool friends, is here to tell us a little bit about what will happen if you call to make a donation. So as Anthony said, my name is Lucy. And if you wish to make a donation to the Audio Description Project and you don't feel comfortable filling out the form, online. There's a number you can call, and I'm sure this number will be given several times throughout the show. That number is 888-444-8320. And when you call, you'll be given a little message saying that you can hold for a staff person. And that staff person would be me if I'm available. Um, and I will come on the line and help you if if I don't answer, <clears throat> excuse me, you'll be given another recorded message saying to leave your name, number, and time zone that you're calling from. And that's important because when one of us calls you back, we don't want to call you too late at night or too early in the morning. And do not leave your credit card information on that voicemail, okay? So if I don't answer, someone will call you back. Thank you so much, Anthony. Thank you so much, Lucy. Look forward to um, making my donation with you. Hi, I'm Roy Samuelson. I voice audio description. And beyond that, I like to advocate for quality and excellence. I want to be super clear that this doesn't mean that quality gets in the way of quantity. The idea is not to stop content from coming because we want greater quality. I think that there's a lot of systems in place that allow for both. And one of the things that really excites me about audio description, specifically as a voice talent, is that there's a lot of things that I can bring to some incredible writing and some incredible engineering that mix the uh, the volume control that allows the AD to come through you. That there's a lot of things that are happening with access so that our blind and low vision audiences can get access to the content that sighted people get. And so, all that being said, one of the cool things about audio description is that it really is a model of what connection means in the sense of there's so many gaps. There's so many things that get in the way when it comes to talking about entertainment. If you think about sharing a story of a TV show or a movie with someone, and if the audio description isn't there, it's like somebody threw some speed bumps on the highway of the conversation, and it kind of slows things down and it just makes it... I'm wincing and kind of uh, squinting as I'm saying it. It's so uncomfortable, but... With this example of audio description and entertainment, it does bring connection. It brings cultural access. And uh, one of the things that's really exciting about this AD Gala coming up is that they're presenting multiple awards and really honoring what these companies are doing that stand out and above the normal, that brings that focus on the quality and the value of what audio description is. Beyond this 
race to the bottom of how fast or how cheap we can make it. It's really talking about how great we can make it. And that's what's so exciting about this gala is that a lot of companies are honored. I'm going to introduce the Live AD Award. But beyond that, live events, there's a ton of things that this company has done that make them stand out in so many other ways. And each company has their own thing. So it's really got to be an exciting time. Uh, Thanks so much for joining us and have a great time, Anthony. This is a very special edition of Sunday edition. That was Roy Samuelson that you just heard. And you guys might remember him as our keynote speaker for the 2020 American Council of the Blind Conference and Convention. You've probably heard him on hundreds, if not thousands, of television and movie productions. And you will see slash hear him on November 18th at the Audio Description Gala. So I am here currently, but there'll be folks popping in and out for the two hours. But I'm currently here with our president, Dan Spoon. Welcome back to Sunday Edition. Thank you, Anthony. It's great to be here. What an exciting event we've got coming up here at the end of the week. What a presidency you've had. (laughs) Two virtual conventions. We're preparing for our first hybrid convention. Um, All kinds get up and get moving. And now an audio description gala. So tell me why. Why are we doing this? Well, we ACB has really taken the lead as a chief influencer in the audio description field. The uh, ADP committee, the Audio Description Project, was founded in 2009. And really, its major mission is to really promote audio description in all kinds of different venues. So We're here with the gala to celebrate media and what's happening in film and television and streaming services. Uh, But besides that, you know, the audio description project covers areas like performing arts, museums and parks. And we have a wonderful relationship with the National Park Service that I know you'll feature next week on Sunday edition. So that'll be an exciting event. And then we have the Baddie Contest, the benefits of audio description and education, where we're talking about audio description to our youth and really getting that involved in their school curriculum and really exposing young blind people to the wonderful world of audio description at a very young age. We also have a training institute that we hold twice a year that really helps uh, train new audio describers. That's led by Joel Snyder and We also uh, just feature all kinds of things wherever we can find them to really promote audio description. So it's been a wonderful program inside the American Council of the Blind, and it's really just, it's the right time. I'd love to hear from Tony and team, but it's the right time to kind of take audio description to the next level, and that's what this AD Awards Gala does. And it's so exciting to see our members really get energized about it and have a chance to participate. And thanks for inviting me to the show today. Absolutely. And we're going to take some questions from callers a little bit later on. We'll be speaking with Kim Charlson a little bit later on, but I have her co-chair, Carl Richardson here right now. So Carl, do you want to give us an overview of what the ADP does? Sure. Thank you. Uh Anthony mentioned I am the co-chair of the Audio Description Project, along with my co-chair, Kim Shelton, and I, along with Dan and, and others, want to express my excitement about the Audio Description Gala coming up on Thursday the 18th. It is 
nice to see the culmination of the past 11 years of work that the audio description has done. And as a result, we are now at a place where we can talk about audio description in the mainstream and the public. And that is what is most exciting. And I'm even hearing from some of the folks that are going to be awarded, which we will find out on Thursday night, that they're starting to talk to each other too. So that's very exciting. And in the past 11 years, we've seen the network have a commitment. Uh, when we first started, they didn't have a commitment of audio description to the four broadcast networks and the five top cable networks. And now that they have a commitment of that. Uh, streaming services didn't really exist. And they're all doing audio. All the major streaming services are doing audio description, even though they are not required to do it, which means they're doing it because they consider it the right thing to do in a human right. It's just an exciting time. And we're starting to try different things, and you're seeing an improvement of quality from mono to stereo to now having discussions of diversity, which is very exciting. We're actually talking about how do we describe people of of color and gender and, you know, in audio description. So that's evolving. Netflix has even written a paper on quality guidelines for audio description. So this is a very exciting time in terms of media. So that's one subcommittee within the audio description project media. That And movie theaters, too. They're now doing it. I just went and saw No Time to Die in the movie theater, and that was a lot of fun. So that covers media. That's one subcommittee. Dan also talked about the Beatty contest. That's a subcommittee. And what's very exciting about the baby is not only are we doing that here in the United States where we work with kids in K through 12 to get excited about audio description and write about it, we are now doing it with a um, blindness organization in Australia and launching it and who are working with us. So it, it, it's starting to have an international presence. So that's the baby contest. We have a performing arts committee which deals with theater, museums, parks and, and public spaces, and that's very exciting. Also, as, as the world reopens up and we're starting to think about access to those venues, that, that's cool. Uh, we are looking at exploring at uh, that committee right now. It's looking at a, having all the presidential libraries audio described. And so that's cool. That's a fun project. We have an award committee, which at convention, this is different from the AB Gala Award, where we honor people who have made a difference in audio description. And that can be from research and development to technological advancement and things like that. And we have a conference committee where we talk about every year what we're going to present at the conference and talk about the latest changes and audio description and where we just try to educate the overall community on audio description. Oh, and last but not least, we have a Section 508 committee, which deals with the federal government, (laughs) with um, required that their videos are accessible to people of different abilities, which include closed captioning, web access, but we're also trying to increase awareness about audio description, and we're starting to make headways on that, too. So that's very exciting. So that's what the Audio Description Project does. I'm very excited. I can't wait to hear about the audio description gala uh, from Jennifer and Tony. And I'm very excited about one of the people being recognized later, which I hope Tony or Jennifer will talk about. One of the people that led to 
where we are today in audio description. So uh, thank you very much for having me on, and I'm very excited. Well, we're very glad to have you here. Speaking of Jennifer and Tony, that is Jennifer Flatt and Tony Stevens, our Director of Development and our Communications Manager. Welcome to Sunday Edition. Thank you. You're Thanks, welcome. Anthony. You know, I wanted to shout out and talk a little bit before we get into the gala itself. I wanted to shout out NBC because I personally worked on a project. Uh, NBC's Days of Our Lives is currently the only soap opera, daily soap opera that is audio described. And I am so proud that that happens. Um, but we also got some great partnership with them for the Olympics as well. Tony, do you want to talk a little bit about how that came about? So, yeah, sure. So we've been very fortunate. You know, ACB for a long time has been engaged with a number of uh, really just solid advocates and, and industry leaders that have really been promoting inclusive media and particularly from the blindness community. One of those people that we've, we've been able to build a relationship over the years, who was actually at WGBH a long time ago, back when Carl was uh, at, at WGBH in Boston, which for folks who don't know WGBH, and we'll talk a little bit more later about them and the special recognition Carl was alluding to, but they're sort of, you know, they were sort of the, the, the grand, the grandparent, if you will, of audio description that without WGBH, we wouldn't be anywhere where we are now. Uh, but not just for audio description, but inclusive media in general. Uh, for captioning and, and other all aspects of just access for people with disabilities to media, television, broadcast. So uh, this one person, Tom Lakowski, who some folks in the disability community may know is a strong advocate, has moved up the ranks at Comcast and has just been a, a huge champion. Uh, folks that, that come to our convention know Tom. He's a, he's a regular visitor, uh, participates. There was a great panel that, you know, Carl leads, uh, you know, every year. Tom's often on that talking about Comcast and Comcast is the parent company for NBC Universal. So, you know, we, we worked with them over the years on a number of things uh, built out of the Communications and Video Accessibility Act of 2010, which was a huge piece of legislation that really also helped, you know, put into law a lot of the accessibility standards now for television and cable. And so Tom was a key part of that. And just along the way, just a great person. He himself is someone who's blind and understands it. He gets it. He's in senior leadership now with Comcast. And really helped make some inroads when we did our annual convention. Uh, we were uh, adjacent to the Olympic Games in Tokyo. The 20 games were moved to 21. And we were going to close the same day. And so we reached out to Tom and said, look, let's try to get something that will allow us to, uh, you know, celebrate these Olympic Games. And it ended up we were able to get an actual feed of the opening ceremony for the Olympics that would be audio described. And we had a huge watch party or, you know, listen party in our case, really. Uh, and it was it was very well attended, hundreds of people. Uh, we streamed it over ACB Media. Uh, it was put on our YouTube Live um, and Facebook, and really just it was really exciting. We were able to bring in some some you know a pre-show that Kim and Clark Rockful, but yes, yeah, so a Clark Rockful, uh, who's a Paralympian himself, uh, came on. And we had some Paralympians and, and broadcasters and coverage and all stuff audio description for the Olympics. So. That was that was exciting and, and just really wonderful. So that that helped us build a, a relationship, you know, with NBC, uh, you know, because they're a large company, Comcast, NBC, et cetera. So we were very excited to build that relationship with NBC. And they, as such, have really come around. They're a, a silver sponsor for this year's uh, gala. You know, one of the first we have two silver sponsors, uh, AT&T and, and NBC Universal. And uh, as such, as part of their sponsorship. Uh, they're helping us by making us have the opportunity to reach a whole new audience through the, their streaming platform. 
which is called Peacock. And Peacock. It's, a, it's a free app that you can download on your smart televisions or your, you know, Alexa Fire devices, Amazon Fire or Roku, and, and you can go online, uh, smart devices and et cetera. And so it's Peacock, which is NBC's streaming platform, similar to like Netflix and Amazon and Hulu and all those. Uh, and we will be there through December 31st. You'll be able to catch the gala from when it premieres on the 18th at 7.30 p.m. Eastern all the way to uh, December 31st. So you'll have a chance. It'll, it'll rest there uh, as one of their under their news programming sort of subcategories. So, Jennifer, welcome back to Sunday Edition. Thank Tell you. Tell us a little bit about how the gala came to be. Um, well, I'm not going to name names, but someone named Kim Charlson was par- partly responsible. So we will, we will, uh, let her speak about that a little bit later. The committee that has been organized, Tony is the co-chair of the committee, as is Will Butler, so who some of you may know. Um, Tony, do you want to share a little bit about how the committee was set up and who was selected and part of it? Well, yeah, I mean, we, we first went to Kim and Carl and, you know, wanted to have you know, the co-chairs for the audio description committee. And we were, we were sort of trying to think of who can we pull together that has industry experience, but also is of our community or works with the community of people who are blind and visually impaired in accessible media and really pulled together an outstanding committee. And with that committee, there was sort of the brainstorm of we knew we wanted, and Kim can really give more information on this and what were the seeds and what Dan, you know, talked about before about how we're just seen as the leaders. And we thought, you know, there needs to be something that just just recognizes the fact that this there's a lot of people for whom shoulders we stand on that we wouldn't have what we have today in terms of accessible media. And there's, as we move this gala into in-person, we'll actually be, as we do with our convention awards, recognize people that are actually working on the trade, so to speak, in the craft. And not just media, but, you know, we want to move into like theater and things like that for future galas. But we wanted to find a space I realized the easiest thing for the first year because of time constraints with virtual, you know, you can only get people for like an hour, a little bit more virtually these days. We thought, okay, well, let's just focus in on media. And so we we reached out to some people that had excellent experience in sort of working with the media and pulled together, you know, just an outstanding committee of of passionate advocates and industry professionals, uh, people that know blindness, people that know industry and media to pull together uh, a, an event that, you know, is what we're excited to share on November 18th. Separate from that, Joel Snyder, who founded the ADP with ACB, he's sort of a renowned audio describer, one of the, I like to think of him as the Papa Smurf of audio description. He, he goes way back as well. Um, Dr. Joel Snyder. <laughs> yes, Dr. Joel Snyder. It's yes. When you know him like we do, we just get to call him Joel. No, yeah, but Dr. Joel <laughs> Snyder, um, you know, he has his uh, sort of literally wrote the textbook and he literally did write the textbook in audio description, right? The, the visual, visual made verbal. Yeah, yes. which is his book. Um, and so, you know, Joel put together an awards committee. He brought together sort of his his uh, A-team, if you will, of people uh, that are audio describer experts, the describers themselves, narrator, voice talent, leaders, you know, in the field as well, focusing just on audio description. And they put together an awards committee that has worked to will present, in the sense, the recognitions that we're going to have a chance to share and celebrate on the 18th. So, you know, it was a collaboration of the committee. It took form as literally we, the, the, the medium helped guide the message, as you hear sometimes. The message guides the media, you know. Yeah. And in this sense, the medium of virtual led us to where we focused, okay, this year on media, we'll, we'll talk about the people whose shoulders we stand on. And so, uh, you know, it's, it's an exciting sort of 
event in that aspect. It's so. Yeah. Yeah, and Tony, this is Dan, and I think it's important to just recognize that we continue to grow these relationships. So Will Butler, who's the vice president for communications at Be My Eyes, which is an app many of us use to help us uh, see things that we're having a hard time, uh, you know, navigating, whether it be a form or the color of a shirt or the pattern. So Will Butler is the co-chair of the committee, and then Joe Strecce. Uh, from Apple and Apple TV, uh, who's the, one of the producers of the show C. Both of them, uh, the last two years, were our luncheon speakers at our DC leadership conferences. So as those relationships continue to grow, uh, you, Tony shares this with us all the time as a development director, you continue to build and build those relationships. And so both Joe and Will were excited to uh, be part of the AD Awards Gala Committee, which has been fantastic. So for folks out there who are listening, who may not have experience with audio description, I'm going to ask each of us to share an experience with audio description, whether it be the most surprising or the first time I want to give the listeners an idea of what audio description means for our community. And um, I am going to put Mr. Spoon, President Spoon, on the spot first. Well, thank you. Uh, thank you, Anthony. I, I guess I'll, I'll tell a little personal story related to um, kind of a relationship. And, uh, you know, as, as Tony and Clark and Eric and all, Jennifer, everybody says it's all about building relationships. My wife and I, Leslie, attend Regal Cinemas most of the time. And for, not going to hear about Abraham Lincoln. We again, are not. Man. We are not. Yeah. <laughs> so, so many, many people as that attend the, the the you know movie theaters, and we've had a hard time with the pandemic, but we're getting back at it. One of the real challenges is you receive your receiver and your headset, and you go into the theater and you cross your fingers and pray that once the trailers are over, when the movie starts, you actually get yeah, to hear the works. audio. Otherwise, yeah. you're scrambling. The movie started. You're in a packed theater. How do you get back to the customer service desk and, and actually, you know, get, get, get the audio you need because your receiver's not working? And so uh, Dan Dillon, it's funny how people know people who know people. So Dan and Brenda Dillon in the day uh, had a really good relationship with Randy Smith, who was the vice president of HR for Regal. And I was kind of explaining this issue to Dan and Dan said, well, here's Randy's email and phone number. Why don't you give him a call and, and, and chat with him? And so Randy called me back the next day and we had this lovely conversation about, you know, the challenges of, uh, you know, being able to know whether your receiver was working. And he said, well, you know, we, we do a regal trailer where we, you know, announce the concession stands open and then we talk about the popcorn and the Coke and please silence your cell phones. And, and he said, we are making that, uh, you know, we're going to, we're adding captioning uh, for, for the deaf and hard of hearing. And he said, let me see if we can add some audio description to that for the blind and low vision community. And I said, wow, that would be great. Let me know how it goes. So you know, I didn't hear back from him for a few days. And about two weeks later, Leslie and I went to the movie and we got our headsets, we got our fingers crossed and we're hoping and hoping. And all of a sudden the Regal trailer comes on before the movie and the popcorn starts talking with audio description. And I nice. stand up in the theater and yell, yes! 
Gord's talking. I was so excited. And everybody in the theater looked at me like I was had lost my mind. And uh, Leslie said, yeah, I hear it too. And so uh, we kind of calmed back down and everybody was like, are they okay? But it was quite a thrilling moment to say, you know, just that little bit of advocacy that, you know, sometimes it's really not all that hard. And that was really, and then it kind of got rolled out around the country. And then now, then the pandemic hit. So who knows where we'll be next. But that was kind of a really cool moment for me with audio description that the popcorn actually talked. That's a great (laughs) moment. How about you, Carl? Well, I was just thinking about the same thing. It's all about relationship building and our relationship with Netflix and Apple and Amazon and CBS Viacom has has increased uh, accessibility of streaming services. Most recently, you know, we're we're developing a great relationship with CBS Viacom. And what's been excited is as we make suggestions, you literally see changes sometimes within a few weeks. For instance, uh-huh. when I spoke to CBS Viacom, I said it would be great if some of your shows that were also on CBS Broadcast that went over to Paramount if they carried the description with them. A few weeks later, that happened. And I said, well, what about the movies in your studio? And they said, what are you talking about? I said, some of those movies have been described. And they said, oh, we can fix that. And they did that. So what's great is everybody, so it is because of the, but it's not just because of our relationship building. I truly believe everybody wants to do the right thing and want to make the world accessible. So that, that what what great about being involved in the audio description project and American Council of the Blind is we're all working together as a team to make this happen. And I, I say this at almost every presentation I get. The best thing about audio description for me, first of all, I went to film school and graduated with a degree in film, drove out to Hollywood. I was still driving, did work on a number of television shows and film for a couple of years. But then my site got to the point where I had to give up driving. And I was working on a movie set, and I was setting up the lighting along with the gaffer and the electrician. And I knocked down some of the lights and destroyed the set and delayed the shooting for a couple of days. And they fired me because at that time I was not open with my vision loss. And I came back home to Massachusetts, and I didn't know what to do. And for a while there, I was not really watching film and television because it was getting more difficult to see. So I lost my original love. And then I said, I got to figure out how to still work in media and be involved. And I started networking and calling people up. And somebody said, you should talk to this guy named Larry Goldberg at WGBH. So I called him up and he said, yeah, come on and talk to me. And he told me about, and I hadn't really known about audio description before I met him. And this was still in the early days. It was on TV some, it was only PBS. And I hadn't even been in the theaters yet, although they started working on it. They were getting ready to do their first major release, Titanic with audio descriptions in the theater. But I hadn't come out yet. And I talked to Larry and he said, yeah, we do audio description. We do closed captioning. We do web accessibility. We're doing accessible DVDs. We're trying to do a lot of things. He said, keep in touch. So I kept calling them and calling them and calling them. And finally, he said, Carl, you bugged me so much. Come on in for a job interview. I want to see if you really are worth it. 
<laughs> so I, I, I interviewed for the job and I got the position. And it was cool because it combined my love of media and accessibility and audio description and closed captioning. And it gave me, and this is the best part of audio description, it did two things. I also was starting to date my wife at the time when I was at GVH. She was my then girlfriend. And what audio description did are two things. It gave me my love and film and television back, which I had lost for a short while. And secondly, it allowed my wife and I to simply be a couple going out on dates, watch movies, watch television. Because she puts a lot of pressure on herself to make sure I'm enjoying doing whatever we're doing as a couple. So she often gives up her enjoyment to make sure I'm enjoying it. And this takes the pressure off of her so that we can simply be a couple. And accessibility goes back to me a long way. As a young child, I went to a deaf school. I was nonverbal. You wouldn't know it now, but I was nonverbal until I was about six years old. And at the time, the teachers didn't know how to reach out to me. And so, but on Friday afternoons, our class would get out early and go watch a Disney film. And this is in the early 70s. And we would go watch a Disney film. And in those days, There was no captioning on television, no nothing. So the Department of Education had a film club that deaf clubs and organizations could belong to. And they would literally, kind of like a Netflix, but for reels of film, they would send 16 millimeter reels of film to the deaf club. And the teacher saw me fascinated. So she literally, when I was six years old, taught me how to load the projector and run it. And I watched all these great films and I got to run the projector at six, seven, eight years old and read the subtitles. And I am convinced to this day, while I was running the projector, I was reading the subtitles that the accessibility of that film taught me how to read, write, talk, speak, and brought me out of my shell. And, and then later on, I fell in love with film in high school and college, and then I got into audio description. So this has been a lifelong journey for me. Uh, and I didn't mean to get, but I just wanted to tell you, I am... I get so excited when I talk about accessibility and audio description. And, and, and when I was at WGBH, to be part of that, to be part of that ground, it was so cool. It was just, I used to walk by this Emmy on the way to my office every day. And we'll discuss later. It was an Emmy that we won for, not we, because I didn't, wasn't involved in it, but WGBH won for coming up with the concept of audio description for television. And and we're going to be honoring the man. I'll go ahead and say it. We're calling this the Barry Award. We're going to be honoring Barry Cronin for his role and involvement with coming up the concept. Now, he did not invent audio description. Audio description has been around for a long time in theater and other things. So I want to make sure that we say, but he came up with the concept of audio description for broadcast which has led to, you know, audio description for the movie, for streaming services. And for me to play a small role, I was at WGBH when we released Titanic, the first movie ever in the movie theater. They have audio description. To be involved in that, even though I really wasn't because I was their marketing person, I didn't come up with the technical aspects. I just was involved in promoting it and trying to sell the services and things like that. But to have a small role in making sure that other blind and visually impaired people could go to the movies and maybe go to the movies with their girlfriend or maybe be involved with pop culture at the water cooler and talk to their friends. Hey, did you see that Leonard DiCaprio 
died on the iceberg. If the, and if anybody, if I just ruined it for anybody, I'm sorry, the movie's 20 years old. But, but <laughs> uh, uh, you know, it, it just, it, it's really cool. And that, so it's been yeah. a life, lifelong journey and I'm talking too much. So I want to give up. No, I love to hear your passion, Carl. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, speaking of those relationships, you, you mentioned Paramount. Um, I was really surprised when I turned on my Madonna, Madame X theater experience. And that was audio described on Paramount. You know, now even concerts and, and live performances are audio described. I think um, the Super Bowl with uh, Jennifer Lopez and Shakira was audio described. So it's it's moving into all aspects of, of our media, which is amazing. Jennifer. What yeah. was your first experience with audio description like? Uh, truthfully, it was a commercial, a PSA done in Canada um, that explained um, it played the audio without the image. The image was blurred. Um, and so the audio made it sound like it was a couple giving birth. And um, so you're waiting to see. And then when they played the uh, visual with it, it was actually a couple moving a couch. So it was push, pull, you know, a lot of those those kind of language. But it really introduced the audience to the fact that the audio can be deceptive without describing what's happening. So that's my That's question. cool. Yeah. So this and that was in Canada probably about 10 years ago. Um, but, yeah, you know, we have. Obviously, I've been part of uh, ACB for just a short time, but um We've had some great opportunities where we've had a number of big groups. I was joking that we were going to have to change our logo to ACB Stars because we have so much entertainment industry coming to us for questions and for advice and helping them promote. And recently we had one come forward and ask if we would promote a film um, that included a blind character. Um, and then when I asked if it was audio described, they said no. And I said, well, we would not be promoting a film without audio description. And I'm pleased to say that film will be coming out with audio description. So that is the power of ACB and our nice. reputation with audio description. If Anthony, if you, could, if you wouldn't mind, I can go through a couple of our sponsors and highlight some of these great groups um, that are helping us not only promote, but have offered you know, funding and their support for the gala. I wouldn't mind at all, but let's just give Tony the opportunity to throw out his um, audio description story. So, yeah, you know, personal for me is, you know, is, is kind of interesting because, you know, I like a lot of kids that, you know, were born blind, you know, it was finding those those videotapes, those VHS tapes and, and feeling like you had sort of reached something where they, something was made just for you. And it kind of felt special but you never really felt like you were part of the, the whole world. And, you know, for me, it, it's, you know, I was excited. Uh, Carl mentioned Titanic. Uh, you know, that was a very, uh, you know, was, was very exciting when it, when it reached cinemas and, you know, the, the, having a chance to get audio description uh, over the years. When I go to the movies, uh, having children has been amazing because, you know, I basically have made too many audio describers <laughs> whenever I go to the picture. <laughs> But for me, the most special thing is because we talk about, you know, how this impacts people who are blind and visually impaired. Audio description just doesn't impact our community of people with vision loss, right? Uh, it, we know it helps people with, with learning disabilities and people with autism. Uh, it helps in focusing. But it, it's sort of like, you know, you go to a bar and captioning is on at bars where it's loud. 
so people can kind of amidst the loud crowd know what's going on. Uh, yeah. And and you know it's it's one of those things that we talk in in sort of disability advocacy speak about the universal access and the curb cut and the idea that you know it helps more than just those people. My mother passed away five years ago, and you know we we had to do all the things we do. After someone passes away, she lived out of town. So I had to go down to Atlanta where she lived. And, you know, we're packing up all the things. And, and one of those things was the television in the front room. And as, you know, we just were like, well, let's turn on the TV. It's background noise as we're packing up stuff. And we're turning on the TV. And suddenly we heard audio description. And she had turned on the audio description track. And it was, it was surprising. It was because my mother could see fine. You know, I mean, well, she was getting older, like a lot of people, but, but what she liked to do was go in the other room and, and cook, but have the TV on. And, and we didn't really know this till then. We we're like, oh, she always had that television on. And she had started to listen to audio description so that she could be in another room doing something else, making dinner, and then still know what was going on with the show. She had her favorite shows and would watch them. You know, I'd always call her and something like that. She'd be watching them, but you know, she had these shows and. And and she was listening to audio. And I've talked to more and more people since then that have said, you know, oh no, I I I turn it on because it's like it's like a book yeah. on tape. You know, I can go get other work done, and it's almost like I have this book on tape describing my favorite television series. And it was this moving moment where it was like, you know, there was this this sort of special moment of like the world, and particularly when it's someone special that you miss all of a sudden. You know, my mother gets, you know, my it, like somebody yeah. all those years of having to try to find something like it was a, a secret you know, someone's personal collection, like I said, like a record collection or something. And suddenly it moves to, wow, the whole world is sort of catching on to this. And they they use it too. And it kind of made you think like that curb cut, like, yeah. wow, this is something that's helping other people, not just for us, but it's it's for the larger audience as well. And that was an exciting moment, I think, that, you know, transcended sort of what audio description is just for people who are blind and visually impaired. But it's exciting to think it could be for everybody. I think that's a, that's that's incredible. Um, if you think about the curb cuts, for me, it was bicycle. It was riding the bike and being able to, you know, hop up through the curb cut without having to reduce my speed or worry about injury. And when you were talking, it brought to my mind my sister does the same thing, and she says often she catches things with the audio description that she didn't catch visually. My own personal story, you can read from a blog posting that will be in this show's notes. So please click that on to acbvoices.org blog. But um, I do want to say that my mother just recently passed away. And I was blown away, actually, when we went to the visitation. They um, often have screens with photographs. Um, back in the day, it used to be poster boards and things. But now it's all high tech. And so there's screens behind, uh, behind where the, the casket sits. And all of a sudden, I heard my aunt and uncle through the loudspeakers they didn't tell me they surprised me that um they had described all of the photographs that were on the screen just for me and and um and it's not um commercial audio description but i remembered from when i had sight most of those photos and to hear it and be able to experience it the same way that that the rest of yeah. those of us that were mourning my mom and I can remember there's a picture of specifically where she was in a Santa, a Santa suit, um, a little skirt with the big white ruffle and all that and, and the hat. And, and I remember that picture, like I, I can see it in my mind. So um, that's my experience. The world gets it. When the world gets it too, it makes you feel special. Like we finally are included, you know? Yeah. yeah the, but the things that my aunt and yeah. uncle made 
you know, made that, you know, choice to do that, it just blew me away. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's it's it is so true. Gosh, guys, you're you're making me remember too. I mean, Tony, Leslie, and I, we had a similar experience. You know, back twenty something years ago, the only shot at audio description were the VHS tapes that WGBH did. And we we joined as friends of our local, you know, our library and paid $125 to be in this club. So every month we would get a pouch with two VHS tapes in it that were audio described. And they tended to be the movies that had been very popular a year or two earlier. Mm-hmm. And they would come and it was like Christmas and you would, you know, get your, get, you know, have, have the two VHS tapes with audio description. We could really understand what was going on. And I'll never forget when Leslie got pretty woman. I think we must've watched that 20 times in the first two weeks, <laughs> you know, wow. and, 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 How about and yeah. How about your recent experience with the smart television? Well, and that's what I was going to say. So what, what you, you all were sharing with Tony. So here we go. You know, so 20 years ago, we're, we're giddy when we get two VHS tapes from movies that are two years old. And then it kind of moves along and we finally get some level of audio description with our spectrum cable. So with all kinds of trials and tribulations and half the time in Spanish, but occasionally with audio description. We're actually getting to see some TV shows with audio description, and that's really, you know, Blue Bloods, you know, so Friday night for five years at 10 o'clock, we stopped everything we did to listen to Blue Bloods on CBS because we got to experience it. And now here, last year, we bought our first smart television. Yeah, we brought Dan and Leslie into the 21st century. With the 21st, and now we're in the 21st century. And now with a talking remote, all I have to do is turn on a button, say open Netflix and mm-hmm. play play Virgin River. And man, I got 30 episodes of audio description that I can consume for the next three or four weeks. It's just absolutely awesome to see where this journey has taken us over the last 20, 25 years. And for all of us, I, I don't know. I got, I have a big smile on my face right now. It's just so inclusive. And I was talking to an executive from audible last week, just talking about that next step that Tony, you were talking about. Why not audio movies uh, that are treated like audio books or audio television shows? I, I think it's coming, and I think the sighted community is going to embrace it when when it really becomes easy to acquire, and then we're going to really take off. <laughs> yeah, like I said before, you know, having conversation, my sister lives in Virginia, I'm here in Florida, having conversation about something we watched, and she's like, what, what? And then went back and watched it again and didn't catch it, but I caught it because of the audio description. And it's, it's, she now does the same thing that, that Tony's mother did and um, does her, her chores, her cooking, does homework with Jason, uh, you know, all that with audio description on in the background, like it's an audio book. Jen, so we've been talking a lot about the gala, but we haven't actually highlighted what the gala is going to feature and who some of the sponsors are. So let's tell the folks. Great. Well, we have two Silver Star sponsors. Uh, Comcast NBC Universal is the first, and they have not only helped us um, in terms of funding, but in support 
and um, and as you know, we have a great history with them. Uh, but they are also allowing uh, the event to be on Peacock. It will premiere on November 18th at the same time as the ADAwardsGala.org premiere at 7.30 Eastern, but it will also stay on Peacock till December 31st. So there'll be multiple rewatch opportunities and opportunities to tell your friends and family to go check it out on Peacock. Um, and then we have a second Silver Star, uh, uh, which is AT&T, and they are supporting us as well. Um, we're announcing all sponsors this week. Uh, Spectrum is also a sponsor, as is uh, Viacom CBS Streaming and um, APH, the American Printing House for the Blind. And Tony, am I missing anyone in our sponsors list? I think that might be it. So they, we are so thankful for our sponsors. We've had other amazing in-kind um, inclusions, including Dr. Joel Snyder and his organization for helping us audio describe, uh, write the script uh, for the gala to make sure that we are inclusive and that the audio description is actually part of the main track. So the, we do not have separate tracks. It will be in nice. together. So we are everybody one gets it. Yep. Event. Yep. Yeah. Nice. That's a really great. Yeah. Yeah. Right, Special Tony. thanks as well to Viatech, who's who's providing captioning for us. Um, you know, Bridge Multimedia, that's a company out of, out of New York City, has been supporting as well as Women of, of uh, Our Word uh, out of San Francisco. And so, yeah, we, we've, we've been getting a lot of support from just, you know, folks within the field of audio description and accessible media as well. And we're real thankful for everybody's support of this gala. So. Well, we heard Roy at the um, opening of the show, and we've spoken with Carl. Kim will be on in a little while. Those are some presenters. But we have a couple of names that um, are, well, let's say famous. Um, Jen, who are some of the, can you name drop just a little bit? Yeah, we can. We not only have the original Daredevil Charlie Cox as part of the show, we have a Satana who has done all of the Seinfeld episodes for Netflix. We have the Aquaman himself, Jason Momoa, um, has supplied a clip, Kurt Warner and Brenda Warner have supplied um, some information uh, for supportive audio description in the gala, as has Zachary Levi. We have Nesta Cooper and Christian Camargo from C. Um, we have Blake Stadnick from This Is Us. And we have, of course, our host, Thomas Reed um, from Read My Mind podcast. And there's, there's a few more surprises that we aren't able to say just yet, but we're uh, finalizing those details and able to share um, just ahead of the event. So stay tuned. Honestly, we're um, humbled by the amount of, uh, of participation that has come our way from our partners, from our friends, from um, those who are you know, just advocating for what we do and for the blind and low vision community. And Jen, I know you have to run, but before you go, I'm going to digress to a separate topic for a second. Can you tell the folks about our 60 for 60 campaign and ways that they can help the American Council of the Blind, which will then trickle down to helping the audio description project in all of their advocacy work? Yes. So we actually have two donation tracks for the gala itself. You can go to adawardsgala.org and you can donate there for uh, audio description projects specifically. The 60 for 60 campaign is something that we're running this entire year. We started on our anniversary in July um, for our 60th anniversary, and we are raising 
funds for um, ACB and for our legacy, for our historic action and the ways that we want to expand and support accessibility for our community. So if you're interested in that, you can go to acb.org and hit donate 60 for 60. We would love your help. Um, we have already uh, reached almost $20,000 and our goal is 60,000. So, so we do have a bit of time, but if you're looking for a giving Tuesday or the um, or a great cause uh, to promote in terms of the giving season that's starting you know very very soon as we enter the <laughs> Christmas any day now um, we would love your help and support for 60 for 60. Well thank you for coming to Sunday edition I know how busy you are I hope you have a great rest of the day and I will be talking to you soon. Thank you Anthony. so much Anthony. It's Dan. Can I cheat? Is Jen still there? I'm still here. Jen's still here. Could you take a minute and just describe the berry for us? I mean, it sounds oh, really cool, but for sure. a lot of us, we need a little oh, audio idea. description of what That's this yeah, is going to look like. Yeah. Great idea, Dan. So it is a really um, elegant piece. It is a crystal faceted diamond form with a live edge, meaning it's a rough edge shape. And on the front, it says um, the... Uh, audio description awards and then it has the name of the recipient whose names we won't reveal just yet from the american council of the blind with 2021 it is 4.5 pounds so it is there's some heavy weight to it and we think it will sparkle in any instance that it will be on someone's shelf or display uh, for any of the organizations we have it we actually had something funny happen we had a couple that were damaged so we're getting to keep some at the office. <laughs> um, so we'll be able to to show those off for our guests as they come in. But, you know, these are it's a substantial, elegant award that I think uh, well, we know that anyone will be proud to receive. All right. Thank you so much, Tony. To transition, why don't you tell us what some of the categories are that these awards will be awarded for? So, yeah, so we don't, you know, this year around, we wanted to really focus in on, again, the, 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 the sort of the giants, the people whose shoulders we, we stand on. In future years, you know, we'll probably take more of that shape of when you want the Oscars, the Emmys, and, you know, best in this and best in that, um, you know, the, the, the description for, a, in, you know, a, a series drama is a little bit more different than a description for, you know, a Marvel movie type thing. So uh, with that being said, though, uh, you know, there are still some folks that are definitely game changers, the people that really made a difference. There's some folks that are innovators, and these are all the buzzwords that you're going to hear the night of the event. And then there's the people that are the champions. Uh, it, it starts first and foremost with sort of the visionary, the, the person, and, and Carl's already alluded, that, you know, really sort of sets the, the ground that we, we would not be where we are without really wrestling with some of the challenges that existed. There was, it took some effort to try to figure out how to do this. You know, we were talking a little bit earlier about audio description and, and our first experiences. For me, I remember being a kid. I went blind when I was 15. And, you know, it was they would have like a video where someone would overlay the audio track and mix it into the video itself that would have description. Like that was the way that like, you know, I would have another friend that was blind and he would get hold of the video. And it was like you found the 1961 Beatles from Live from Berlin album, right? Like these bootlegs. And, you know, mm -hmm. we get it and then we would, you know, several of us that were blind would get together and watch a movie and it would just be so exciting, right? Like, it's like, it was like these things that were hard to find. There was, you know, sometimes libraries might have a few of them and they were very limited collection and selection and stuff like that. So Barry Cronin cracked the code, if you will, and really trying to figure out with, with broadcast and all of his technical standards, 
how you can get something synced up and sent out through a, a separate secondary audio program channel, an SAP, uh, and, and be able to broadcast out and have description where the person could turn on and off. Uh, so that way you wouldn't have uh, the audience uh, hearing everything, but it would be more personal for that person. So, um, you know, so there's there's folks that have done some amazing innovation, and that's going to be recognized in terms of awards and, and the ways that how, what's the future way we're going to be listening to audio description. There are the people that have gone to scale, right, that, you know, have taken us from a few videos that you kind of get like, you know, trading in the schoolyard at the school for the blind or something like that, where it's like, you know, look what we got uh, <laughs> to, um, you know, being now today. Uh, and, and, you know, we mentioned about the role audio description project has played. There's a lot of work behind the scenes we've done to really bring us, you know, thousands and thousands and thousands of, of you know, films that are described now and television shows and series. And when you look at all the things that are described, people that have brought it to scale, right? Who are yeah. those champions that are the superheroes of audio description that have really broken through the industry bureaucracy in a lot of ways? Because this is an additional cost. You know, it's that we deal with disability issues all the time. We talk about equality. The disability movement is one of the few movements where equality comes at a price tag. And, and yeah. corporations don't like price tags. So you have to get buy-in. You got to get support. So who are the folks that have championed that buy-in and support in the commercial sector, in the industry, that essentially American media is commercial, right? There's no doubt about it. It's a money-making venture. I mean, there's public television like GBH and stuff that's amazing. Um, but even they have a bottom line they got to worry about. So who's broken through those bottom lines, we'd like to say, and and focus on those people. And so, and and the others have just sort of like led towards trends. Media has changed so much since that first broadcast on WGBH for, you know, and in, in the early days when it was really first being introduced, uh, you know, Carl mentioned Titanic, the first motion picture, which was a huge motion picture in so many ways, uh, not just in audio description, but changing media. But that was that seems like archaic now when you look at how media has changed and how the consumption of media particularly has changed. So, you know, there's going to be nods as well in this towards those that have that have carried the torch, if you will, uh, towards the way that media has has changed overall in consuming media and where where is the future going? So, you know, those are sort of three arcs, I think, that the awards themselves will all fall under right. uh, and and they'll be recognized in those different capacities. So, Tony, can I just add to that a little bit? Because I, yes. I yep. along with you and others, I was on the awards committee. We also wanted to focus on those who have been committed to audio description and do quality audio description. So you'll also see that theme throughout. So uh, these are people who yeah, are quality is paramount in all of it. Right, yeah, right. Quality and commitment, and and as he said, innovative and and so it it it'll be an exciting night. Mm-hmm. Well, on that note, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, Dan, Carl, Kim will be joining us, maybe a special guest or two. And in a few moments, we will open it up for questions. So follow the Zoom links that you can get off of all of our lists and uh, join us. As older adults with vision loss, we understand your fears, your frustrations, and feelings of isolation. The Alliance on Aging and Vision Loss is here to help you as you pursue the independent lifestyle you deserve. For more information, visit www.aavl-blind-seniors.org or call 916-995-3967 for more information. AAVL, a supporter of the ACB Media Network. 
Welcome back to the Sunday edition audio description gala extravaganza. I'm very proud that Sunday edition is the first show to highlight the gala and to bring as much information to our community as possible and hopefully to our friends and allies and families as well. I hope that they all enjoy the audio description gala. One of the things that I am most excited about is that it's not going to be, as Tony was talking about a few minutes ago, a secondary audio uh, that it will be in the primary audio track. So everybody who is watching at the time is going to experience audio description firsthand, single-handed right there. Um, I think we have Dan, Carl, and Kim with us now, who in a few minutes are going to, we're going to open up the lines for some questions, but there's a few more points I want to touch on. Um, so let me welcome them. Welcome Carl, Kim, Dan, back to Sunday edition, all friends of the show. All right, I know they're there. They'll take a moment or two. There to get we go. Unmuted. How you doing? There we go. <laughs> hey, Carl, welcome back. Um, and I know I've Kim is here too. Yeah, I heard Kim come in. Um, I've given permission to give a hint at one of our surprise special guests. So I'll just throw this out there and see if anybody can guess. I just called to say I love you. <laughs> And uh, many, many more special surprises on Thursday evening. Um, and the whole thing will begin with an airing of this show on ACB Media 6, followed by a pre-show and then the show itself. So, Carl, Kim, I think right at the moment we need to send an extremely special shout out to the man who for a very long time could claim that he wrote the book on audio description, but since there's been subsequent editions of that book and a few other books that have come out, he we can now say he's written the definitive book on audio description, Dr. Joel Snyder. Carl, tell us a little bit about his role in this whole thing and, and how much um, work and support he's given to making this come to light, make it, making it happen. So Dr. Snyder, uh, Joel, as I call him, because we're friends now, um, was involved in the original days along with Kim Charlton of the Audio Description Project and the founder, which is now 11 years old. So he was one of the founders of the Audio Description Project and for many years, the coordinator of the Audio Description Project, which Joel and Bailey Page does now, but Joel is still, still very much involved. He also has his own company called Audio Description Associates. So he's also a creator and provider of audio description and he's done it in theater, park, film, television, broadcast, uh, and he taught, and this is where I think his greatest contribution is, he has taught audio, what audio description is all over the world with his Audio Description Institute, and many of the people that now work in the field of audio description do so because of the knowledge that Joel imparted with them. And he and his book, for those of you who are interested, and I forgive me right now, I can't remember the name, but it is the visual made verbal. Exactly. Yes. And it's available, <laughs> it's available both on Bard and Bookshare for listeners of this uh, radio show for free for download. And I would highly recommend it if you want to learn the basics of audio description and the history of audio description. Immediate past president, Kim Charlson, welcome back to Sunday edition. Any Thanks, additional Kim. comments on Dr. Joel? Well, <laughs> there, there's so much that can be said about Joel, but he's been there since the 
early, Maybe. early, earliest days of audio description when it was in the performing arts and only in the performing arts live um, since the early 1980s. And he's just been instrumental in so many significant developments, you know, in the field all along. So um, we're just very grateful that Joel has been available and worked so closely with ACB over the last um, dozen years or so, um, because he is a real leader and educator in the field now and is working on a project with ACB to educate more people um, in the fundamentals of audio description. Um, and, and that is with, in partnership with Microsoft, ACB is working on an online course that will have, I think, 16 um, modules that um, those who take the course will be able to um, start at the beginning and work their way through the learning to be a writer of description, how to analyze and you know, make those determinations about well, what do you describe? How do you describe it? You know, well, there's a kind of a process and a science to that. You don't just yeah. look at the stage and go, oh, I see a Christmas tree and I see a chair. And, you know, that, those are not what Joel always says, the key visual elements. Because what we want to know are the things that are going to matter as the plot proceeds. So, mm -hmm. you know, if there's a, a trash can in the corner on the set, but it has nothing to do with anything, then, you know, please don't tell us about that. I mean, it's not important. It's just a piece of set design. You know, we, we want to know the key visual things that really matter in some way. And so that's what this online course is going to start and teach people, you know, how to write description, how to make it fit because you've got to be an editor too and make it fit in the time slots you have available and really work them through the process with mentoring and coaching, um, which is incredibly important. So we're excited about that. It's another way to train people um, because there's really no university you know, training program to train a describer. There's few classes. Most of it is learned you know, through some workshops and a lot of on-the-job training and mentoring. Yeah. So. so before we move on to another topic, let's also, the audio description project has become so big and, and is such an influencer that um, we now added to the responsibilities of JoLynn Bailey Page, and she's now the coordinator with, um, with Dr. Joel. So to give her a quick shout out, because she does an incredible amount of work behind the scenes. So thank you, JoLynn, for all that you do. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and if I had a round of applause want... button, I would do it. Oh, is she here? Yeah. Yeah. Yourself, let's have her say words. a word or two. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jolyn. <laughs> hello. Well, hello. I had I had indicated I would be in silent mode just listening. <laughs> I, I appreciate, it. and of course, I can't I can't refuse. So, um, it has been a pleasure to to come aboard um, in March and to uh, help to to follow up on our 2021 goals to make sure we keep those, but also to, to listen to all of our subcommittees um, and brainstorm and plan for um, continued great work and expansion in 2022. Um, and this gala is certainly going to help push many of those uh, programs along and generate new ideas. So thank you, thank you. You're welcome. 
Kim, I know this has been your passion for a long time. You could probably be called the matriarch of the audio district description project. Um, earlier, we had a couple of stories. And as I said earlier, mine is featured in the blog. You can always click that link from the show notes. Did you want to give us a quick personal story of why audio I, description I matters so much to, to you? I was just listening and hearing, you know, Tony's story and and Dan and Carl and and your blog was tremendous. If people haven't read it, you just have to go read it. It's fantastic. And what a story. It's um it was great. So there's a shout out to you, um, Anthony, for what, I just what can't you believe, do as well. Um, I can't believe it was almost two years into my blind world until I found audio description, yeah. but I digress. Go ahead, Kim. I I I know it 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 really hits me every day when I when I meet somebody who's who tells me, you know, I just found out about audio description. I've been blind for three years and I never knew and I missed TV so much. So yep. it is so powerful when people connect with it. It really, really is. So my uh, my first experience with audio description comes shortly after I moved to the Boston area and I was doing some work you know, as I work at Perkins as the director of the Braille and Talking Book Library, and WGBH reached out to me and said, you know, we'd like to do a focus group. We, we have this service called Descriptive Video Service, and we want to pilot test it with some consumers. And I thought, oh boy, here comes another group that just wants to do something. What do you mean they want to make TV accessible? How's that going to work? You know, I was not skeptical. I was more excited, but I've, I've had heard people talk about, you know, like, oh, how could, why would you bother? What's the point, you know? And so, so I pulled a dozen people together and we got together in a, in a kind of a living room setting and we had a television there and the folks from WGBH said, okay, we're going to watch an episode of mystery. And they turned on the program and you didn't hear another sound for like 30 minutes until the show was over. And the, the show ended, you know, and this was a described episode of mystery. And we sat there and then all of a sudden, all 12 of us started talking at once about how excited we were and how fabulous it was. And we couldn't believe that we understood what had happened. And it was so amazing that, you know, we sat there and we just said, I, I, I never knew. I, I thought I was getting plenty out of just listening to the story, but how many times have we watched a show with no description and the end comes along and there's all this dramatic music and, you know, yep. the crescendo happens and you go, well, it either ended this way or this way. And I guess I'm going to choose this way. And that's what you think in your head until somebody tells you otherwise or something. So it had happened to all of us. We, we all said, you know, how many times we were so wrong at the end of the show because we were trying to pick up on some little tidbit or sound or something, and we just didn't get it. And I laughed when I heard Jennifer talk about the the public awareness spot in Canada about the, you know, the push pull and, you know, the moans and groans and, and you think it was someone having a baby and then they put the video on and it's a couple moving their couch 
Um, that was so funny. I said, that is so cool. What a way to convey something and, and make it so clear to people who can see the screen about what we try to interpret, but that, you know, by including audio description, we don't have to guess anymore. So my other, yeah. my other big moment kind of ties to something Carl was talking about when he was working on Titanic. And about five or six years ago, I had the opportunity to be in a spotlight piece for PBS about audio description. They were focusing on some of the really great things that public television does. And I was honored to be the kind of the person that they featured to talk about audio description. And, and I did, we showed clips in the piece about from the movie Titanic because I got to go to Titanic when it came out in the movie theater. And it was so exciting because I hadn't been to a movie theater for such a long time because, you know, when I was a kid, my family used to take me to the theater and they'd tell me what was happening and people would get so annoyed with mm -hmm. them that they were whispering and it was like, shh, be quiet, you know, shh, you're making too much noise. And, and my family got embarrassed. And so they didn't go to the movies anymore. And so I never got to go to the movies after I was about 12 um, until, until I went to see Titanic. And so, you know, got to eat the popcorn and be there and experience everything in the theater with everybody else when I hadn't done that for you know 15 years probably. And it was just so exciting to be there and to, to tell, you know, I got to tell the the world that my favorite movie, you know, was was Titanic. And we all know how it ends, but it's such a dramatic movie and exciting and romantic and all those things. So those were a couple of my really special moments. Nice. Where in the gala are you presenting? I have the honor of um, presenting an award for a game changer. And it's, it's exciting to me because I wrote an article um, in the Braille Forum earlier in 2021 about audio description and advertising. Yeah, and that's so all I'm going to say at this point <laughs> because it's still, you know, embargoed information, but... Um, but I am very excited about um, the game changer that I was able to um, present the award to. So it was exciting. Dan, you're presenting, we have a host. Um, what are you presenting and are you gonna pop up at other points during the gala? Well, I, I get the honor of actually kind of introducing the gala as the ACB, as our ACB president. So of course this is being, you know, sponsored, produced by the American Council of the Blind. And, uh, you know, it's a very proud moment to, to get to recognize the American Council of the Blind and all the work that we've done related to audio description and to be, you know, really hosting this type of an event as our organization. We've always been a trailblazer uh, and a chief influencer when it comes to audio description. And this is really a, a, an opportunity, not only for audio description to shine, but also the American Council of the Blind. Byron, I'm gonna ask Carl the same question. And then after that, we're gonna open it up to some hands that I know are already up and hopefully we'll get some more. Carl, where are you in the uh, gala? So I have the honor of kicking off the award ceremony by announcing the first person 
to announce the award, which is our good friend, Roy Samuelson, who you heard at the beginning with his promo on the quality. So I just introduced Roy, who then announces the first awardee. But I also, before we move on to questions, I want to say this hard work would have not been done without the many members of the award gala committee. And maybe yes. Kim can rattle off the names of the- Yes, so that we thank can you. Sure they're, they're honored. Absolutely, Carl. Thank you for, for, for redirecting re us back so we could um, talk about the planning committee because just so much of the work and the the, you know, the incubation of so many great ideas that have formulated themselves into the gala production itself came from the planning committee, which includes our chair, Will Butler. And many of you- may be my eyes, yes. Exactly, Will is with Be My Eyes. And uh, he has been super helpful in the process, you know, just kind of leading us and, and throwing out great ideas. Um, Dan Spoon, myself, Carl, Joel Snyder, um, Angela Ball from NBC Universal is part of the, the team. Maria Victoria Diaz from Decapta, which is a um, audio description and captioning organization doing description and captioning in Spanish. Um, Matt Ader from uh, Vespero, Joe Streche, who many of you may know and are familiar with. He, he's a consultant for um, Hollywood organizations for um, many and, and on shows. Um, he consulted on Daredevil, on C for Apple TV, and he's a super great guy. And um, Joe Cavanaugh from Bridge Multimedia, one of our partners. John, John Cavanaugh. John, excuse me. John, um, thank you. And uh, he's with Bridge Multimedia, and they're one of our partners helping with some of the um, production of segments, um, vignettes on audio describer consumers that were featuring and, throughout the gala. And Bridge Multimedia, one of the co-founders of Bridge Multimedia is Barry Cronin, who the Barrys are named after. So that's just a hint. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Very nice. We also have um, from the American Printing House for the Blind, Paul Sh Schrader. Schrader. Part of the team. Um, of course, Eric Bridges and Tony are also there and Jennifer and Joe Lynn, of course, to help out with, um, with all the activities. So uh, that's pretty much our team. I don't think I missed anybody, Carl, um, but they have been instrumental in you know, giving connections, um, identifying our producer, and um, Oh, we might as aspects. well mention Doug Rowland. While we should, it. absolutely. The producer of, of the, the gala video event. And so. he also, for those, he has some bona fides in the disability world, and I can't remember the name of it right now, but he produced a short video, a short film, actually, of a deaf-blind man with ushers, um, and it was nominated for Best Picture, and he actually, uh, Best Short, actually, and he got to go, and, and he hired an actual deaf-blind actor to play in it. Nice. And it was captioned and audio described, and that's one of the reasons why he was selected to produce this AD gala, because he had a deep understanding of audio description and accessibility and working with people with disabilities. 
So I'll apologize to our listeners if I steal the thunder of any hands that are up, but I'm dying to know, can you share with us how the idea of making audio description part of the primary tract and not turn on an offable for the gala, where that came from? Well, you know, I think that um, from pretty early on in the planning process, I think almost everybody on the committee was behind the idea of, you know, first first of all, we want to make the script as descriptive as possible in what we do um, as presenters, but we want to have description and let's just put the description out there for everybody. I mean, why not? Because this is a this is an event recognizing and honoring everybody who contributes to audio description in media. And what better way to spotlight it and feature it, it and give it the attention that we think it's due by, you know, just putting it right out there so everybody will experience it. And so that's what we did. They say the devil's in the details, and that's a detail that I am not sure I, I would have thought about until probably it was too late. So kudos for the fact that, you know, this is this has been part of the, the game plan from early on. All right, Byron, I know we've got some hands, so let's uh, let's call up our first. All question. right. So I see that Jane has her um, hand raised. I want to say I come from a, a family of not only movie goers, but theater participants and uh, all kinds of things that relate to extremely visual experiences. And for me, uh, audio description has made the playing field accessible. And I have great confidence because I can respond to those movies and plays and concerts, etc., with with strength of purpose and understanding and awareness. I think audio description is the next best thing to a computer on a good day when I can work it. So I just am excited about the gala event and all of the work that goes into it. Um, now I'm waiting for one of my old favorite movies to be audio described so I can, so I can uh, be in Presidio where I want to be. So, anyway, what that's movie all. Is that? just, hmm? What movie is that? Your Presidio. Old oh, Presidio. Okay. And Shining Through are two of my all-time favorite movies, and I'm going to be in both <laughs> in my next life. <laughs> Thank all of you. you. I'm going to hush up. Thanks. Thank you, Jane. Enjoyed the gala on Thursday. Enjoy, absolutely. Do and they're doing they're doing a lot of good work on back catalog, is what they call it. Movies from you know from yesteryear are now yeah. popping up audio described. I'm loving it. I'm waiting. I'm personally waiting from nine to five, Miss Dolly Parton. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great one. <laughs> Maybe Tootsie too. Or I think someone told me recently Tootsie is audio described. I have to go find that. Byron, who's next? All right. And before we take our next person, I just wanted to say that um, if you are listening on ACB Media and you've got a burning question or a comment and you'd like to make those comments known, please look in your email um, on the community call list or the announcement that Anthony sends out to various mailing lists um, and you'll find the Zoom link 
where we are currently at uh, asking these questions. Um, and you can raise your hand in the Zoom room and ask your question. The next one on the list here is a 614 area code. I'm going to ask you to unmute and feel free to ask your question. Thank you, Byron. Um, my name is Shirley, and I just have two quick questions for clarification. Um, I'm wondering approximately how long the um, event is going to be Thursday night. I understand, if I'm correct, that it starts at 7.30. And I guess the other thing I wanted to know is, will the whole thing be carried on ACB Media for those of us who want to listen um, on there? Will all of it be uh, you know, on that stream or so that we can listen with our A devices? Yes. And it'll be yes, it, it will be um, carried on ACB Media, um, Media 6, correct, Carl? Yeah, Media 6. And, and yeah. it'll That's be correct. anywhere Media. between 75 and 90 minutes long. Yep. We don't quite know. Exactly. It's... They'll edit them. Yeah. That's and, right. Okay. But there's going to be, uh, believe it or not, we're going to replay Sunday edition, this show from 5 to 7 uh, on uh, Media 6. These times are Eastern from five to seven and then from seven to seven thirty will be a pre-show and then at seven thirty oh. the gala and then after the gala at nine o'clock we are going to do a wrap-up show where everybody can kind of call in and share their stories and their experiences and what they thought about the gala and liked and didn't like so it's going to be a true treasure trove of audio description on Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> We're going from five to 10. <laughs> That's great. That's great. I'm really looking forward to it. And I try to tune into about everything you guys have on audio description. And I've been, you know, a little bit instrumental in some stuff in my own community uh, during previous times. So thanks so much. And I just wanted to give a shout out to Shirley Roberts, who was our last caller, who was at one point on the ACB yeah. Media Committee and is a true advocate for audio description in many different uh, formats and arenas. So, Shirley, uh, we so appreciate much. all your efforts. Yes. Thank you. You know, Byron, as you call up the next caller, do you have an audio description moment you'd like to share with us? Oh my goodness, so many. Um, so my first audio description experience was, uh, as you guys were saying, um, you know, the library had tapes. If you were lucky, you would get one. Uh, that was a movie that you hadn't seen before. So my first audio description moment was with a movie called The Nutty Professor, which with had which had Eddie Murphy in it, and there were so many visual gags because I had seen that movie before. Uh, there's so many visual gags that I, as a low vision person missed. Um, and I was just floored with how good, uh, it felt to know all of the visual gags that I had missed. And then my second one, my very second audio description movie was alien, which I had never seen before. Wow. Um, wow. You know, That's as, a great one. Right. Mm -hmm. As a sci-fi fan, I, you know, I always wanted to see that movie, but, but when I had tried in the past to kind of jump into the middle of the movie, when it was broadcast on television, it was very dark. It was very hard to see very, um, you know, there were things happening that you couldn't actually see very well. Like, um, people's boots were hitting the deck, you know, they were walking through the corridors and they showed us a cut of their boots and behind some bulky boxes and containers that looked very futuristic back in the shadows, a slithering tentacle. Uh, was was sliding around down by their boots, oh, and I yeah. never noticed that before. Yeah, and it was just like, yeah. wow, 
<laughs> it's so cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. A, um, a creepy movie. It's a good movie, but it's a creepy movie. Oh, definitely, absolutely. Um, so our next person in the in the list is Terry. Uh, Terry, go ahead and unmute and ask your question. Oh, my yes. fellow ACB media host Terry, welcome back. Hi, hello. It's uh, great to be have see. So excited about the Gaylor event. You know. We've been around audio description since back when it was video description. And before that, we had a few other names for it. And one of the things I just wanted to clarify, did someone, um, was it, I think, what's her name? Jennifer Mm -hmm. mentioned Universal is one of our sponsors. Yes, Universal NBC. Yeah, they're actually it's actually comcast universal nbc they got a lot of names <laughs> but comcast is their parent yes they are yeah. well they are now but i was going to tell you a quick story about them back in 2005 when the movie ray came out from yes, universal yes mm-hmm. it was audio described but when the home version came out on cd it yeah. was they mm-hmm. didn't include the audio description mm-hmm. and so terry lynn uh, oh terry hartman squire and mm-hmm. i wrote a letter on behalf of acb and in general and within a day they immediately were on the phone to both of us apologizing and we were then issued a letter from universal home entertainment that any cd from that time on see i'm going way back to cd days mm-hmm. um would that had that had originally been audio described universal would continue to describe and on their home entertainment cds and we presented an award to universal and a few other people um that year at the las vegas convention for what they did for ray as a public as a I think we called it a public service award Mm -hmm. from the ACB Board of Publications. And uh, so so it's really good to see that they have continued their devotion to it and to audio description uh, through the years. Absolutely. What a great reminder, Terry. Thank you so much. And and I think the other thing is, I I never realized that Carl was involved with uh, Titanic. Well, I wasn't... (laughs) So I want to be careful saying I was involved. I was there when it was released. Okay, <laughs> say I was involved. I was really drive the boat. <laughs> I, was, I didn't. I, I worked. I didn't know you were that old, Carl. I didn't know you were leaving the orchestra. <laughs> okay. Well, that was one of that was one of my, my first theater of, of, of mm-hmm. art, uh, media. Uh, Film. Audio description okay. and film. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Audio description and film. Thank you. I needed somebody to put that together. And I saw that both with and without audio description. And I there was just so much more in the audio description that most of the people with us didn't really pay attention to who were cited. It was fascinating. I always thought that was the best audio described film that's ever been done. Yeah. Um, and the thing I God knows I've been, I've been involved with audio description. I am 
you know, it's great to see that Joel has taken off so well through the years. And that because Joel's first training in audio description was actually uh, with Margaret Fansteel in one of her classes. And then he did some coordinating with her at way back in the day. Um, and I've learned a whole lot of the history of that because I am currently the president of the Metropolitan Washington here. And so we still do the theatrical uh, audio description. And, but I think whether it's theatrical or film, it is one of the best things that ACB has worked on for so many years. And with that, I will say, wish you all well with the gala. And we're doing, since I didn't know there was gonna be an after party on Thursday night, we're doing an after after party Friday night. Yes, visibilities. That's right. Visibilities is seven p.m. every Friday. Correct, Terry. You got it. And Tim okay. will be on that with you. And, and Tony, as you anyone yeah. that can join me, we'd love to have you. Thank um, you very much. I'm going to be Thank hung you, over from the after party. I don't need it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Anthony, as you go to your next caller, just it's going to be a whole week of audio description yes. celebration. So uh, tomorrow on Monday, we have a community event at, at 9, 9 o'clock, oh, uh, 9 p.m. Yeah. Uh, Eastern. Uh, that's going to uh, feature Carl and Kim, and, you know, talking about the future of audio description, CVAA 2.0, streaming, taking people's calls. What do they really want to see in audio description that they are here that they haven't had a chance to hear so far? So that's going to be Monday. And then Tuesday, we're going to do Tuesday topics with uh, Paul Edwards uh, that's going to feature audio description as well as an opportunity to meet Barry Cronin. He's going to call in and we're going to have a chance for, for viewers to ask Barry questions. So I think that's going to be and a whole lot of fun. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, Barry Cronin was the one that came up with the concept of audio description for television. Yes. And that's what the Barry's, our awards, are named after is Barry Cronin. And then, and then on Wednesday, we're going to talk about performing arts, museums, and parks, again, at 9 o'clock with another community event that will be streamed on ACB Media 5. And that's going to feature uh, Sheila Young, our chair of the Performing Arts Museum and Parks Subcommittee. And she's going to have several really exciting guests on to talk about what's going on and the museums and parks and performing arts space. And then Thursday, we have the gala day. And so again, your show from five to seven, Anthony with Sunday edition replay, then the pre-show at seven, the gala at 730 and the wrap up show at nine. It's going to be a spectacular week to celebrate audio description and uh, we're really yeah. excited. Yeah. And we will have multiple ways to watch the gala live. You can watch it on Peacock and you don't have to be a paid subscriber. And even if you missed it, it will be on Peacock until December 31st. So that's very exciting. You can watch it on the AD Gala Award website. And I understand that after the gala, the ACB will have a home for the show somewhere, whether it be on YouTube or ATV website. I think that's still being worked out, but they will have a home where people can watch it. And mm -hmm. then, as mentioned earlier, for those who uh, like to use their phones or um, their A-Lady devices, 
It'll also be available on ACB uh, Media Stick, and I suspect might even be available as a podcast later. I hope. I, I think I'm, so. I would imagine it will I be. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it's the web address is ad awards with an s ad awardsgala.org so ad awardsgala.org and you can make your reservation so it'll put a link right there on your calendar uh, you can get all kinds of wonderful press releases of how things are moving along as well as make a donation to the ad awards gala which all that money goes to fund the audio description project yeah the two co-chairs they're going to triple their salary that's right. Yes. <laughs> let's um let's unmute Jolene. But before Jolene speaks, we're gonna cap off that week, as Terry just said, with visibilities at 7 p.m. on Friday, more wrap-up and, and celebration of the audio description gala. And then next Sunday on this show, we're gonna dive back into audio description, but this time surrounding our national parks and our descriptive on event and uh, the Batty Awards. So please come back next week to Sunday edition to hear about that. I thank you so much for uh, highlighting next week's Sunday edition because it will be all about uh, national parks. Um, description in the parks will be, um, our, one of our guests will be Michelle Hartley from the Harper's Ferry Center near Washington, DC, and um, also some uh, featuring Dr. Brett Oppegaard from the University of Hawaii to show us, talk about the Unit Description Project. And uh, then Holly Griesimer from the National Park Service will be um, helping us to learn more about what's going to be available at our convention next summer. Um, with regard to audio description and ways that you can get your own national park pass, accessibility pass. And ways that you can get up and get moving Movie. with audio yes. description in our national parks. <laughs> We're just pulling it all in all together. Byron, who's next? All right, coming up next, we have Charles. Charles, go ahead and ask your question. I enjoy spreading awareness of audio description on my YouTube channel. I even have an interview with Liz Gutman from IDC, who's an audio describer, about her work and her career as an audio describer. I was wondering, with the gala, um, would someone like me uh, or anyone else be allowed to either restream or after the gala is over, maybe uh, upload a recording of it or maybe take segments of the gala and make a highlight video, something like that? Would that be allowed? That's a good question. I am not entirely sure our panelists can answer it right at the moment, but um, Kim, do you have any idea? Well, I would, um, Charles, if you can make sure to leave your contact information with Byron or um, call in to ACB and make sure we have your contact information, we will follow up and find out because um, right now I don't know, and there probably are some portions of the gala that, that are not available for streaming without, you know, a, a permissions that we've gotten from some of the um, entities involved. So the best thing to do is for us to check that out and make sure that if you can, that it's all legitimate and you won't get in trouble either. So, mm -hmm. um, so if you can make sure we get your contact information, that would be great. Yeah, and yeah. I would. This is Dan. I would also recommend you could get hold of uh, Tony Stevens, who's the uh, co-chair of the gala and our development director, and you can reach him at a Stevens at acb.org. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you so much.
Byron, who's up? All right. So our next question is from Margie. Welcome back, Margie. I am so excited. This is the first that many of us on the ADP committee have learned about the details, what details have been shared. I am, um, thank you everyone. This is very exciting. I went out into the living room where RC was watching, I'm presuming a Red Sox game. And we do a, we do a holiday donation. We do a holiday. Oh, this isn't do- sports a hotline, is it, Dan? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> anyway, I went out and I told them all about the gala. I said, you got to listen to it. And I said, every year we do, um, instead of buying each other presents, we do a donation. We have elected to donate to the ADB project this year. Hey. And, um, thank you. Yeah, and I just want to invite all ACB members out there, even if it's a dollar or five dollars, make a donation. We this this um, project is. Making- You're getting farther away from the speaker. Uh, um, you're losing you, Margie. Yeah, in your uh, message. You're fading great, away. So we don't want to lose it. Okay. No. I just want to challenge um, all ACBers and friends of ACB the benefit from audio description to make a donation as well. And you know what, even if it's $5, we welcome it. And it's important, this project does incredible work on behalf of all of our members and all blind people. Um, I'm gonna say worldwide, actually, worldwide. Absolutely. So um, if you your budget, please make a donation of any size. Thank you. And thank you for the show, Anthony. As always, I love it. And this was a top one, thank you. Thank you, Margie. Before we go to the next hand, I was wondering if Kim and Carl could talk about a resource that I think doesn't get as much attention as it really needs to. The ADP compiles a list of everything that's audio described, every program programming out there that is audio described. Kim, Carl, can you tell the folks how to access it and and, um, how that came about? Absolutely. Thank you. Um, the, The ADP website is is a total, you know, wonderful resource um, and is really the go-to place for anyone who's interested in audio description. Um, it's an internationally known resource. Industry uses it, consumers use it. Um, and it's, you know, um, adp.acb.org is the, the website. And we have Fred Brack, who is our webmaster he compiles um, new information every week. He maintains the site. He also maintains the, the um, listings of all the movies. So there's a title index on the site. You can go and you could type in in the, in the search box the, the name of a movie that you might be interested in seeing. And there's over uh, nearly 7,000 movies on the, the list. So if you plug in a name, um, if it's described or online available from a streaming service on DVD, it will let you know if it's available or not. Mm-hmm. Right now, he's got a feature for the holidays where you can plug in um, Christmas and you get a, a listing of about 160 movies out there about Christmas. Aww, that's people awesome. Like for the holidays. Um, there's a few Hanukkah ones. Um, so, so that's kind of a fun seasonal resource he, he puts up there and it is active now because I think there might be a few Thanksgiving titles too. Um, 
the site has listings of producers of audio description. It has some historical information about audio description, uh, description some research papers, um, news articles. It is really a tremendous resource. We also have, um, well, Carl, why don't you talk about Timothy and the work that he does for yeah, people I, who want to watch television and don't know what's on? So, as you know, under the 21st Century Video Communications Accessibility Act, I always get that confused. So, I, uh, we have, they're required to four broadcast networks and the top five cable networks, along with a few other cable stations, air television with with audio description. And if you want to know what's on by network, you can view it that way. If you want to know what's on daily, you can view it that way. So if you want to just want to know what to watch on regular TV, because the cheapest and affordable way to watch programming with audio description is to simply have an antenna. And we forget that sometimes because we now have accessible cable Absolutely. boxes and media players to do, I think there are now a total of nine streaming services that now uh, produce content with audio description, which is also on Fred's list, as well as what's in the movie theater. I just went and saw No Time to Die and I uh, with audio description in the movie theater based on Fred's list. So uh, it's uh, the ADP project list. It's my understanding that uh, Shirley, not Shirley, forgive me, Shirley Young, uh -huh. who was one of our co-chairs, has just joined us and she does have the phone number for fundraising. So why don't we introduce- That's, that's right, Carl, thank you. This is Shirley. Sheila, yes, as the co-chair of the mm -hmm. Performing Arts Subcommittee. And she can also say a few words about her show next Wednesday, as long as given the phone number for the fundraiser. So I can triple my salary. <laughs> Welcome back to Sunday edition, Sheila. <laughs> Carl, I would love to triple your salary. <laughs> Good afternoon, everybody. This week is going to be full of audio description from everything you can possibly imagine. It's going to be an exciting week. Um, yes, I am the chair of the subcommittee for the Performing Arts Museums and Parks. The donation phone number, which um, was in the community schedule for anybody that would like to be able to go back and get it, is 888-444-8320. And you leave your name and phone number and someone will get back to you to help you make your donation. Um, audio description has become very important in so many areas for everybody. Um, Wednesday night, I will be facilitating a call at nine o'clock and we will be talking about um, audio description in the museums, in the arts, on opera, and in the national parks. So it's going to be an exciting week for sure. So thank you, Anthony, for doing the show. Thank you so much. We'll talk Thank soon. You, Sheila, for the phone number. I wrote you it are, down now. You are so very like, welcome. We won't be without it next time we're asked. So thank you. <laughs> what an easy number. 888-444-8320. I love it. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's an easy number. You know, Carl, I used Fred's resource recently. I was trying to pick something interesting for Gabriel and I to watch. And we found a movie called Old 
which happens to be described by Roy Samuelson, one of our special guests today and at the gala. So, you know, you can search by title, you can search the, one of the greatest resources. I wanted to make sure that we highlighted it today on the program. Byron, who is up next? So I don't see any hands, but I just wanted to briefly mention something that I'm involved in with Roy. Um, you know, I'm a little biased uh, about talking how great about talking about how great it is because I help with editing the audio. But I, I think it's a really great uh, program. No, you are. People really should check yes. out. Um, so there's there's a thing called the Audio Description Network Alliance, um, and Roy releases podcasts under that um, organization uh, called the Know Your Narrator uh, uh, podcast, and they interview the narrators, the writers the engineers you know all the people that are that are involved in audio description and all the things that go into producing this content so if you have a favorite narrator um if you have a favorite writer if you want to hear what it's like to to edit and and uh, engineer audio description it's a really great resource so um, go ahead and google the audio description network alliance uh, know your narrator podcast and enjoy it. I, I hope you guys uh, to the picture yeah. of this podcast, Byron. Yes, oh. yes, <laughs> Mr. Charleston and, and Carl. You guys have pictured this. That's right. Tell them where they can find that. So, we, Brian Charleston, my co host, and I, we do a different take. Uh, that, by the way, Roy Samuelson and Byron, that podcast is one of my all time favorite podcasts. So, I was kidding when I said it was second. Picture this is a little different. We do more uh, long form interviews on, on the process. And, and, and so, like our podcast that we're releasing tomorrow, and it's not strictly about media, it can be about museum, book. Tomorrow, we're interviewing um, Richard Riemann of yeah. uh, Imagination Video Books, who oh. talked about how he described a uh, book for children. And that's exciting. So um, we interviewed Maria Diaz on the need for audio description internationally and to create a resource that all people work together and share an audio description file. So we just have a bit of a different spin um, where we talk about uh, broader topics and more long form interview, but that's also, I would say both are good as a companion to learning about audio description. And also like to give a shout out to Chris Snyder, uh, not related to Joel you. Snyder, but he is <laughs> he is doing the editing for the AD Awards Gala uh, audio description. And uh, Chris works at Audio Eyes and is uh, also a member of the American Council of the Blind and uh, BPI. So, yeah. Yeah. A board and, member of BPI. And real quick, I just have to do this plug. If you have not had the opportunity to listen to Byron and Chris's 3D audio experience, self-driving cars, swimming with the whales. I think we even went into outer space. Um, wow. you, can check that, you can check that out under the podcast section for our 2021 convention. Um, it was an amazing program. If any of you listen who are on the call right now listens want to uh shout them out please feel free wow that's great i have to go back and listen to that one me too i um i also wanted to just once again um spotlight um thomas reed who is going to be the host of um the gala and he has a podcast as well called um read my mind um radio that he does 
Um, R-E-I-D. Exactly, with his last name, which is very clever. Um, and he has some really great stuff in his podcast, um, you know, diversity, a lot of really um, good information. Yeah. And I also wanted to spotlight the voice of the audio description for the gala. Um, and I'm probably going to forget part of her name, but I know her as Nefertiti Modis or Modis um, from New York City. And she is um, a blind um, narrator of, of description, a voicer. And so she, she will be the audio description voice you hear for the gala. I am so thrilled to hear that. I wish somebody would have told me that information before today. I would have gotten, uh, she's a personal friend. Uh, oh, she's been a part of the Andrew Haskell Library System um, yes. for a very long time. She actually helped introduce me to Braille. Um, unfortunately, I stopped after learning J so that I could get my numbers and, and <laughs> promise to come back. But I moved, so I'll have to find a Braille teacher down here in Florida. But I digress as I'm known to do. Byron, let's do a quick hand check. All right, let's see. I am not seeing any more hands, but if people are listening on ACB Media, if they want to quickly get in here and ask your questions, we have about 10 minutes or so uh, to get those questions in. Check for your ACB community uh, email, uh, and there will be a section in there for Sunday edition, and there will be a Zoom link where you can join us and ask your question. If you want, I can tell you a quick story about an audio description experience I had yesterday, which were the first. All right. Take it away, Carl. All ears, Carl. That sounds interesting. Mm -hmm. So yesterday I went to the movies and I went to a new theater. And normally when you get the headset, it's just the audio description only. I have been to a few theaters that does a married mix of the audio description and the soundtrack together. But in this case, they gave me a headset that had a volume control on the right side and a volume control on the A on the left side. And both controlled the volume control of the main soundtrack and the audio description. So you could marry the two and set the level of each. Yes. Ooh. I experienced that a couple of years ago when Judy came out, um, the, the Judy Garland movie. It was it was awesome because you could set your levels um, you control individually. Control both and be married. Yep. That's it nice. Unbelievable. Wow. Yeah. There, there's a theater here in Minneapolis called Riverview Theater, and I don't know the name of that system. I wish I did, because then I could try to find other theaters that have it. But, but Carl, I really loved that system because um, I saw Fernando uh, with that with that particular headset, and it was so nice to make your own mix and and adjust right. it on the fly. If there's a lot of action and the description yeah. is getting buried under the action, you could turn you the, the main track, right? Yeah, turn yep. the main track down and turn up the audio description track and then vice versa when the when the dialogue is getting buried uh, or is too low, you can right. you can adjust it. It was so cool. Oh, it's amazing. I, I would it was... love to have those that headset cuz <laughs> when the, when it gets loud, you know, the only thing you do is turn it up and then push the receiver against your ear so you can hear it better, you know, and it's like, you know, I'd rather not have to do that. So I am actually <laughs> I'm actually composing an email to the movie theater that did that yesterday and suggesting that they buy more. And if you're only hard of hearing, you can just turn down, I mean, you can shut off the AD completely and listen to the mic track. You know, and if you want to enjoy the surround sound, you can turn off the main track and the headphone and just listen to audio description. So it really works for everybody and they can do it at their own comfort level. 
Very nice. Very nice. And, yeah. and I've got to throw it back being an old sports guy. I still have to throw it back to the gala. I am jazzed that Kurt Warner, oh. Hall yeah. of Fame quarterback yeah. and Super Bowl winner is going to be part of our gala. And you'd say, well, why in the world Kurt Warner? And, you know, he uh, and his wife, have uh, Brenda, have sponsored a, a wonderful um, facility called Treasure House. And they have a child that has multiple disabilities, including blindness, and they have a feature film coming out here, uh, I believe, early next year uh, from Lionsgate that's going to be uh, audio described. And, yeah, and so that's kind of exciting uh, that him, uh, Kurt, and his wife, Brenda, heard about our audio description awards gala and contacted us and wanted to be involved. And I think that just speaks volumes of where American Council Blind has been able to take uh, this discussion. And for the first time, it's not our little secret. It's going out in public. It's going to be on Peacock. It's going to reach the larger community. We were featured yeah. in Reuters. We were featured in Variety. Variety yeah. I mean, it has just been exciting to see the traction that the gala has gotten. And I think the visibility it, it will really bring uh, to the larger community about what audio description means to each of us. And we've been asked to, we've been asked by some of the content creators to start facilitating a collaboration between all of them so they can work together. So that'll be something the audio description project will be working on next year, because now they want to talk to each other because now they all understand the importance and the need for audio. So this is so cool, guys. It's just amazing. The, the, the things that are just springing out of all of these contacts and the gala itself, we're going to have so many positive after after effects and benefits from it that, you know, it's, it's going to be great to follow through on all these things. And, and I just want to encourage all of you listening to help us spread the word because there are unfortunately still so many blind people out there who don't really understand what audio description is or haven't had the opportunity to use it. And, you know, every one of those people, I want to know about it and to learn about it and have it be an important part of their lives as well. Kim, you, uh, Carl, you sort of uh, alluded to this earlier, and I just sort of wanted to relay this interesting story. Um, I teach seniors how to use their technology, and I had a, a lady that uh, was newly blinded, and I told her about audio description, and she's like, oh, I don't know. You know my husband doesn't like change, and I don't know if he's going to like this, and you know, we'll, we'll try it, but I don't know if he's going to want to sit through a movie with audio description. And so... You know, I set up her Netflix and I said, well, if you guys don't like it, I'll be back in two weeks. We'll turn it off. And I came back and the husband was there. Um, he had made a point to actually be there to talk to me when I got back. And I thought, uh-oh, I'm in trouble. Uh -oh. The husband said, I just wanted to take the day off of work to be here to thank you. He said, when we watch movies wow. together, I have to sort of be on my toes. I, I can't really sit and, and, and passively watch the movie and get into it because I have to describe to her, my wife, what everything is, is happening on the screen. And with audio description, yeah, it's different. It's, it's weird at first, but I don't have to 
I don't have to leave the movie. I can be in it and my wife can be in it and we can enjoy it together. And he was just so appreciative. And I was just like, wow, that, that is so cool. So if you're blind and you're afraid that maybe your family isn't going to enjoy or understand audio description, give it a shot with them. They they may actually find it easier. But there is also some technology that's coming out. For instance, Apple in the iOS update to 15.1 just released something called SharePlay. And you can call a friend up as long as they also have right to the streaming service or the video that you're using because they both, because of copyright rules, you both have to have existing rights. But you could watch something, you could have a watch party and you could watch yep. say, something on Disney and I could watch it with audio description and you without, or get this, the other day, just for fun, I picked an Apple TV Plus title. I watched it in Russian audio description and my friend watched it in English audio description and they were in sync with each other and we were able to talk about it, even though I don't know Russian. It was kind of cool. <laughs> I was going to say, I've never heard I you heard speak Russian, Carl. I, no <laughs> yeah. I know one word. I know one word, Pastiba, which means thank you. Oh, I thought it, I thought it would nah. be beer. <laughs> I actually heard that Netflix is working on being able to individualize audio description through Bluetooth so that yes. you can watch the same the program at the same time, but only the audio description track will come through I, I think a Bluetooth coming. headset. I, I, yeah, I, I'm, yeah, I'm really excited about that because I, I think I want to play the game. Like, I, you know, earlier in the show, we spoke how my sister's a convert. She watches almost everything with audio description now because she misses things because of the kids and the dogs, et cetera, and chores. <laughs> uh, I'm really excited to do the experiment and, and play around with things, things that I know subtly with folks that Are you, you know, have sight and we're watching. Uh, I'm not directly involved in it happening, but there's um they're they're looking for a test group, and I signed up for that, so okay. I hope I get chosen. <laughs> yeah, right. neat. That's great. <sighs> See, there's so much going on, and these, you know, just among us, we're talking about all these things, and it's so fantastic and exciting. And I think it's just going to continue to explode with new things and more services and you know now we'll all have to find the time to watch all this great stuff but it you know it, we're a part of the mainstream we're part of all this and you know 20 years ago we were excluded and now we're we're in and that, that's what's so important those are some more great time. final yeah. thoughts i think carl you want to give us a couple of final thoughts and then dan why don't we let dan do it i've done enough talking Oh, I, I was just going to say as we were wrapping up, you know, gosh, everybody, please tune in, you know, adawardsgala.org. Uh, you can also listen to it on Peacock uh, as well as on ACB Media. We're going to be replaying Anthony's Sunday edition show, this show from 5 to 7, the pre-show from 7 to 7.30, the gala from 7.30 to 9, and then the post-game wrap-up show. We're going to have guests. People are going to stop by that we're in the gala. A chance for all the community to get together and talk. We're going to have uh, Monday. We're going to have community events, 9 o'clock with Kim and Carl. Tuesday topics uh, at 7 o'clock on Tuesday with Barry Cronin. Wednesday, everything about performing arts museums and parks with Sheila and Margie Donovan and lots of folks from the Performing Arts Museum and Parks ADP subcommittee. 
and then Thursday, Gala Extravaganza, and then Terry's wrap-up show on Friday, and Anthony talking about parks on Sunday. I am just psyched. And so remember, if you want to donate, 888-444-8320. Let's help right. the audio description project. As Dan said, I'll be back next week with Jolyn Billy Page and a whole host of special guests and some exciting surprises about the National Parks description. So please come back and join us. And on the day of the gala, just check out www.associatedpress.com. You'll find a surprise there too. Thanks so much for listening. I'll be back again next Sunday for another exciting Sunday edition. You've been listening to Sunday Edition with Anthony on ACB Radio Mainstream. For more information, questions, comments, feedback, suggestions, etc., please email celebrationac. That's the word celebration with the letters ac at aol.com. Look forward to hearing from you and let's brunch again next Sunday.